You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to a very shocked and in disbelief Locked On Cardinals. Wow. I, I literally am almost at a complete and utter loss for words. It's Wednesday, July 21st, and the Cardinals have blown a five-run lead in one inning of play against the Chicago Cubs to fall 7-6. to six. Just, just wow. It took me a, a little while to, to kind of regroup and to just kind of say, okay, here's actually what went down in this game. Did you just get my head straight before I actually sat down to record this thing? It it was literally one of the most demoralizing, shocking, heartbreaking losses of the entire season, and one that the, I don't think Cardinal fans have experienced in a long time. I'm Lucas Smith, host of Locked On Cardinals podcast. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. Hope your Wednesday is going well. Hope it's going better than your Tuesday night went. And thanks for spending it listening to Locked on Cardinals, whenever you are listening to this. Again, for those of you who don't know, if this mic sounds a little bit off, it's because I've been traveling and this is kind of a backup microphone. But we're still going to have, you know, I think a good time talking some Cardinal baseball. Sadly, it's an absolutely, utterly disbelieve or unbelievable type game that we have to talk about. But nevertheless, we're going to go ahead and start getting into it. So be sure to follow me on Twitter, at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, at LO underscore Cardinals. Follow this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And also be sure to download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our Locked On, locker, locked on Rooms today. Oh my goodness. Talk about an absolutely momentum-changing, game-changing, possibly season-changing inning last night. We're going to get into we're going to start with that ninth inning. We're going to absolutely start with that ninth inning. I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts I want to address as well. After that, we'll talk about some of the the positives from last night, uh, obviously Jose Rondon, Adam, not Adam Wainwright, Johan Oviedo will be talked about, and then I've got some of your responses and questions to answer in segment three. I, I still almost don't know what happened <laughs> in in that night thing. Cardinals are up six to one. I'm all ready to record my lockdown now. I got a lot of points to make. Momentum's happening. Cardinals are going to be a game up. Above 500, a game closer to the Milwaukee Brewers. Momentum was good. Life was good. It was a simpler time. What can I say? Luis Garcia comes in, replacing Justin Miller. Justin Miller had pitched an inning, and he had thrown 13 pitches. Hindsight tells you, you leave Justin Miller in. However, hindsight's twenty twenty, and Mike Schilt got got into it or got got heated a little bit in the post game press conference when he was asked about his thought process, both in the ninth and in the sixth inning. 
I'll talk about that in a little bit while too. But here's what happened. Garcia struck out Patrick Wisdom on a ball, quote-unquote, in the dirt that Yadier Molina failed to block. That was ruled a wild pitch. If that happened, if that was strike two, maybe you let that go on Yadi. But, and again, I love Yadier Molina. He's a Hall of Famer. But that ball has to be blocked. And I think Molina knows that. I would I would hope Molina knows that. That ball just has to be blocked, period. There's, there's no question about it. And not to say that this whole inning unraveling is completely on Yadier Molina, but he plays a role in it. And then on a ball that was ruled a single, and then a throwing error on top of it happened next, and then everything went to hell. Because you had a four-pitch walk with no pitch that was even close. And then you had to bring in your closer in a five-run game. And then your closer walked in two runs, got a strikeout, gave up a single and a double. You bring in Giovanni Gallegos to get the last two outs. Lots and lots of things to go through. First of all, maybe you get the bullpen going a little bit sooner after Reyes walked the first batter. Hindsight would say, yeah, you should probably have gotten the bullpen going a little bit sooner. Maybe you bring in Gallegos to face Baez after Reyes walked in that second round. Or even you bring him in to face Ian Happ. Maybe you go to Gallegos immediately. Who knows? But then again, it was a closer, safe situation. You got your closer for a reason. Don't mind going to Reyes. And I, I just want, want to say this as well. Mike Schilt got a lot of hate last night. A lot of hate last night. Everybody got a lot of hate last night. It was a, it was, it was a pretty negative night for St. Louis. And I, I get it. This game is not on Schilt. Schilt needs to put players in the position to win. I get that. And I get that he had might have had a questionable decision. But this game is not on Mike Schilt. Nadia Molina needs to block that baseball. Paul DeYoung needs, probably needs to make that throw. Luis Garcia needs to pitch better. Alex Reyes needs to pitch better, needs to throw strikes. It is unbelievable. It, it is shocking and appalling the amount of runs the Cardinals walk in this season, they are going to absolutely obliterate the Major League record. Obliterate it. This bullpen could be lethal. This good, this bullpen could be so good if they just threw strikes. And Alex Reyes has been so good all year long. Some people are saying his luck ran out last night. It was just one of those games where the guys didn't get outs when they needed to get outs. And like I said, Schilt got got a lot of heat for his questionable decision-making, also pulling Johan Oviedo too soon. Uh, Schilt talked about Oviedo might have had something on his finger that was bothering him after 74, 76 pitches. And again, I'll talk about Oviedo in, in, in a little bit, but 
you know, if he had something on his finger that that Schultz had to manage, then then he had something on his finger that Schultz had to manage. I don't know what to say there. But but th- this this game, in my opinion, is not on Mike Schilt. It's never on just one person. Any game isn't, especially baseball game is never on one person. Reyes didn't get outs. Garcia didn't get outs. Molina didn't block a baseball. DeYoung didn't throw a baseball correctly. But it is just, it, it's practically suicidal to keep relying on bending and not breaking on walks. In a game of 162, or season of 162 games, it's it's all it's really hard to say. Okay, this one loss killed it. This one loss killed the season. Unless it's obviously like game 163 or game 162, where you're when to stay alive in game 158 or whatever. But I'm saying in July. In July, it's really hard for one loss to say, okay, that loss did it. Did it? Did this team in? And that loss killed the season. But if there ever was a loss to kill a season and to kill momentum, it was last night's loss. I mean, the amount of momentum the Cardinals would have had getting a 6-1 to win, or even after Reyes got run, getting a 6-2 to win or 6-3 to win, with Reyes getting the save in the ninth, bending, not breaking, ooh, well, what a storyline that would have been. Oviedo gets his first win. Reyes continues his save streak. Cardinals' chance for a series win today was guaranteed a series split. It's a completely different mindset. It's a completely different storyline. It's a completely different everything. Everything's different. And now the Cardinals are going to have to start from scratch and scratch and claw and try and get any momentum back that they can. And it was said very well, and I, I agree and, and thought this as well. It was said very well on Instagram uh, by at Cardinals.only with, with two Ys. He put a post with, with Adam Werner as the picture and, and said this, quote, The outcome of, of the season rests on the shoulders of Adam Wainwright. If Wainwright has a dominant outing tomorrow, cards grab the momentum right back. If not, season is unofficially officially over. Yep, we're relying on the 39-year-old Adam Wainwright to give us the momentum back. Crazy stuff, end quote. And, and I, I agree. Because it, it's, it's all about how you respond in this game. And if the Cardinals respond with a flat game today, then, yeah, you, you still look back to yesterday's game as the reason they lost. But as, a, as an athlete, as a player on this team, all you can do is turn around and play today. Adam Wainwright needs to deliver a huge start, and he has done it time and time again. Needs to deliver a huge start for St. Louis today. Just absolutely needs to, no question about it. Because that loss last night was absolutely and utterly demoralizing. I've said that word a lot. I like that word. Well, I don't like that word. But it's a, it's a good word to describe how I felt last night. Just absolutely heartbreaking. So that, that that's that that's where that's where the momentum's at. The Cardinals need to try and get some momentum back. And in my opinion, they still they need to win the next two games to, to stay within tracking distance and then become buyers. Let's talk Johan Oviedo now. Johan Oviedo pitched extremely well, and I don't want to let that go unnoticed. Before I talk about Johan Oviedo, I do want to tell you that we are 
brought to you in part today by Wild Alaskan Company. Because you're used to having a lot of choices when it comes to what you eat. But it matters where your food comes from as well. So get your nutrition from the nature. The Wild Alaskan Company sources wild-caught seafood from Alaska and the Pacific Northwest. It delivers high-quality, sustainably-sourced, wild-caught seafood right to your door. Choose from salmon, whitefish, or a combination. And every month, there are different specials to explore. Each shipment contains premium, wild-caught, individually-wrapped portions of delicious seafood that's ready to prepare and easy to cook. Wild Alaskan Company Seafood is how nature intended it to be. Always wild, never farmed or modified, and it contains no antibodies. You can adjust, pause, or cancel membership anytime, and they offer 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Get your nutrition from nature with Wild Alaskan Company. And right now, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com MLB. That is wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB for $15 off your first box. Wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB. Make sure to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Mentioned before I went to break that we're talking Johan Oviedo. Dude was really good yesterday. Final line, five innings, just three hits, one earned run, walked one that was an intentional walk, and struck out five. Gave up a leadoff base hit to start the sixth, and he was pulled for Cabrera, who walked two and got out of the jam that he, you know, for the most part, self, self-created. But th- this is a huge start for Johan Oviedo. A huge start for Johan Oviedo. Because now he now he's earned a second start, unless the Cardinals go and make a move the next four days or five days for for a different starter. But Yo, Johan Oviedo, I think, is somebody that that is, you know, bat, being baptized by fire. He's being thrown into the thick of things. Whatever phrase you want to use, he, he is not being developed probably as the Cardinals wanted him to be. But due to injury and necessity, he's starting at the major league level. Probably a year sooner than the Cardinals would have actually liked him to, even before last year. Probably didn't really want to see him at the major league level, but but had to again because of necessity. And his stuff has never wavered. His stuff has been good. He had a really, really good changeup yesterday. Had a couple of strikeouts on it. He was throwing it for strike one, I noticed, a lot as well. And when when you can get ahead with that changeup and then blow him away with the fastball or bury a slider, that, that, that's a really, really good repertoire to have. And Oviedo, you know, outside of a little bit of, of the of the offense yesterday, which I will talk about, was one of the only positives in that ballgame. Especially after that ninth inning. Oh, boy. But the, the Cardinals, I was going to use this phrase if they would have won, sad, that these are the kind of starts the Cardinals weren't winning before. They weren't winning the Jake Woodford. They weren't winning the on Oviedo. They weren't winning the John Gantz, the Ponce de Leon starts. They weren't winning these starts in June. But Johan Oviedo gave them a chance to win yesterday. So that's why I thought the momentum was kind of turning a little bit towards St. Louis. Because, hey, the Cardinals don't win too many Johan Oviedo starts. In fact, Johan Oviedo has never gotten a win in his major league career. But sadly, the bullpen and 
the Cardinals decided to did not get him that win, so he'll have to wait till career start number 18 to get that elusive first win. But he pitched really, really well. And I'm not saying that this one start makes him the savior the Cardinals need and going to be incredible for the rest of the way. Yeah, he needs some consistency. You'd like to see him go six innings, maybe gets his finger figured out, whatever he had a blister on his finger or something that was bothering him that Mike Schill talked about in the postgame show. But really, really solid job. And despite all the negatives to talk about from last night, I did not want to did not want to let Johan Oviedo's performance go by the wayside because he was really, really, really good. And it was the second night in a row the Cardinals got a quality start, not not a quality start by a stat, but a really solid, solid start, impressive start from a youngster that when they needed it the most. So big time credit goes. Gio Hanoviedo. Let's talk offense because there were, shockingly, really good things to talk about for the offense as the Cardinals get 10 hits. Nolan Arenado hit home run number 18. Oh, man, it was good to see him drive a baseball. That is not something we have seen um, consistently in the, in the last couple weeks. But he drove a baseball out to left field, oh, into the over the bullpen, one of the two. I mean, this is a man in his last 30 games. He's 22 for 111, the slash line of 198, 262, 441. That home run was his first one in his last seven games. He's four for his last 30. And despite his 500 uh, slugging percentage on the season, or 490 on the season, he's only slugging 267 in, in the last week and a half worth of the games. Really good to see Nolan drive a baseball. Also really good to see Harrison Bader have a really nice night. Two for four, struck out one, set an RBI, scored a run. You know, it's only been a little while since it's returned from the IL. And if you would have told me that you know Harrison Bader was going to get his, and again, I know batting average isn't everything, but get his batting average up to a, a, a 260 mark, his OPS to a 780 mark, not strike out too often. Use the speed to keep himself in ball games, like he had the little check swing on Saturday or Sunday. Forget which were Monday, I think. Uh, no, it was Monday. It was Saturday, Sunday. It was Sunday. That's huge because Bader can play a huge, huge role in this in this game on this team. And I and I hope he does. Hope he continues to play well because this starting outfield, when right, could be absolutely. And utterly dynamic because you also saw O'Neill get a hit. You also saw uh, Dylan Carlson get the scoring started in the third. And the two home runs in the sixth. Tommy Evan with a line drive laser home run. As well as Jose Rondon with a two strike home run. Maybe there's something to the point that Tommy Evan should just be a right handed hitter. Because the splits on Tommy Edmond are kind of insane. When you look at his splits lefty-righty, overall in the season, he's hitting 253 with an OPS of 666. That's a a, a tough number. He should really, really try and change that. But as a right-handed hitter, he's hitting 236 with an on-base of 278 and the slugging of 312 for an OPS of 590. That's right. The slugging is 312 hitting left-handed. On base at 270, right-handed, 
just 75 plate appearances. Or, yeah, 75 plate appearances. He's hitting 320 with an on-base of 370 and a slugging of 600. Who knows? Maybe Edmund should hit just right-handed because he's having a lot of success hitting right-handed. But nevertheless, offense, for once, I didn't have very many complaints about him. They struck out 11 times, which is a little bit, you know, a little tall. But I, I had little to no complaints about this offense. They, they scored in three different innings. Didn't strand too many runners. Only, you know, five, a little tall. Three for eight runners in scoring position. You'll live with that. Offense, for once, was not the problem. Johan Oviedo was, was good, and the offense was good as well, and the bullpen just faltered. Absolutely faltered. Didn't get the job done. But what do you guys have to say? Put it out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you guys have some questions, comments, and complaints, so I'm going to finish up the show responding to those and uh, sharing those on the show. But before we go do that, I do want to let you guys know about Built Bar. Because Built Bar has incredible, delicious, mouth-watering flavors. There is something for every single person. And if you don't know all the Built Bar flavors, that's okay. I'll let you know. Coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. And that doesn't include the limited-time flavors that are just as good as well. These bars are covered 100% in chocolate, and that's why my favorite is the Double chocolate, because you can never have too much chocolate. If you haven't had all the flavors, now that you know them, get yourself a mixed box to get two of each of the nine flavors. And not only are these Built Bars the best tasting ever, because they are covered in chocolate, but they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein on each bar. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. It's a win-win. So order today. Get the raspberry. Get the orange. Get the cookies and cream. Or get the double chocolate in memory of me. Get whatever you'd like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Eat like the U.S. track and field team because they know what they're doing. They're healthy. So that means these bars are healthy. So right now, go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's right. Use the promo code 15% off at built.com and get yourself the best tasting protein bar ever. Today's episode is also brought to you in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco free, long cut, and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. Available in nine flavors, Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food ingredients and tobacco free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist nicotine pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry white pouches. Nothing dips, spits, and packs like Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On Cardinal listeners a special offer. Right now, you can try for just a dollar. That's right, just one dollar. So go to FullyLoadedChew.com and use promo code Locked On. Just one dollar and free shipping if you use the code Locked On at checkout. The next time you dip, make it Fully Loaded Chew at FullyLoadedChew.com. So let's see what you guys had to say following last night's just absolutely terrible, terrible loss. Um, 
I've, I've posted it to, to I posted it on at LJ Fastballs my Twitter. Anyone have questions, comments, complaints about tonight's game? Let's see what we've got because you guys got some got some good points in my opinion. Zach Billings said, "No excuse for not being able to throw strikes. This is the major league. Someone should be held accountable." Zach, I totally agree. This is absolutely unbelievable that this keeps happening. Suicidal, what some would say. At Buckus 50, the man says, why doesn't Maddox catch more crap for being in charge of the staff that leads the majors and walks, hits batters, and walks with bases loaded? Teflon Mike, question mark. Don't know what that last question is asking, but the, the man raises a good point. Because Mike Schilt is under fire often for his decision-making, and I, I, I'm not here to say that he shouldn't be, but Mike Schilt is under fire all the time. Why not Maddox? And again, these are Major League Baseball players. For the most part, they know what they're doing. Coaches have a minimal effect on them, and I've talked about that a lot on this show. However, he is the pitching coach, so you would think that he would have some say, some control, some some help, if or be able to offer some help to the major league players who cannot throw strikes. So something to think about as to, you know, when you're thinking about where to direct your anger. And obviously I would say take a deep breath and realize that it's going to be okay. But where to direct your anger, where to, to call a question mark and to say, okay, where's where are the Cardinal teams failing right now? It's the pitching. Maybe the pitching coach needs to go. And Mike Maddox has a wonderful resume. Don't get me wrong. But it is interesting that he doesn't get a lot of fire and a lot of heat. So, food for thought, something to think about. At No Bad Takes 1 says, Does this at all change if we become buyers or sellers before at the deadline? I think that this loss is still going to be one that you, you, you just look back on and say, you know, it, 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 it's a loss that, that is going to, to absolutely change the direction of this team. Because if the Cardinals are going to become buyers, they need to win today in response to yesterday's game. And if they do become sellers, it's going to be most likely because they lose yesterday and they lost, or lose today and they lost yesterday. Because the Cardinals can't have a split out of this series. So I think this series will determine whether they buy or sell. And I'll be honest with you, no bad takes. I don't think the Cardinals sell. I don't see them selling a lot of pieces. But I do see them not being aggressive. If they think that they're out of it, I see them not being aggressive. I don't see the Cardinals as a seller. I think if, if I had to pick one where they go, okay, are they buyers or are they sellers? And there's nowhere between that. I have to pick one of those two options. I'm saying they buy. I don't think that they're going to be complete sellers. I think they're going to just stand pat if they're not really, if they don't believe that they're actually in the, um, they're actually in, in the race. They're, they're just going to sell. And then in response to my Locked On Now video, when I said I was at a loss for words, um, at C Persinger 42 said, I'm pretty mad that I shut off the game in the seventh because I thought the game was sealed. But reading everyone's tweets under the hashtag STL cards has me glad I didn't watch it. Caleb, you might have been glad. Yes, I, I could see where you're glad that you didn't watch it. Also in response to that, um, Kevin M. Mansfield at WVURI says, sickening. That's a good word. Um, as to how sickening, um, yeah, sick, sickening is just just a good word. So, those were responses to different tweets and everything on Twitter at LJFastWar at L underscore Cardinals. Let's take a look at the Instagram. I shared the tweet and 
you let you guys respond. Also at O underscore Cardinals. Let's see. Let's take a look what you got there. At most Saints fan 2002 says Yachty needs to retire. He sucks. And DeYoung needs to be DFA'd. Season over. Momentum gone. Sharing some in the same uh, tone. Connor.love13 says Yachty needs to go. Yeah. I, I, I you know, it, it, it's hard for me to, to, to say someone needs to retire. There, there is real, um, there is real thought to be had on how much Yadier Molina plays in 2021. And again, I refuse to pin one loss or any loss on one individual player. I'm not going to do it. So I'm not going to say this loss was solely on Yadier Molina not getting that pass ball. Reyes didn't throw strikes. Garcia didn't. There, I guess you could say Garcia got out because he got got one out on the strikeout that wasn't handled. But nevertheless. Malia didn't block a ball. Reyes didn't throw strikes. DeYoung made a fielding error. Cardinals didn't come back in the ninth. You could say so many different things. This loss is not solely on Molina. But, man, you do have to wonder what happens if he does block that baseball and throw out Patrick Wisdom. Big what if. Big what if. We continue. Ritter underscore WX. We suck. Well well put. Um, there are two positive quotes that I'll share at the end. Um, Brandon underscore Nimmons says, I was at work, saw notifications slowly coming in, and I had no idea what was going on. Terror. You know what? I, I Terror is a good word, too. Ter- terrified for what just happened and, and scared. Scared, you know, because life was life was simpler about an hour before the last pitch. So, Brandon, hope hope you're okay, and I hope you're not terrified now. Uh, Matthew Hunter, 1128. Gio is by far our best closer. I, I think... He's by far one of our better, by far our best reliever. You know, Reyes might have the twenty-three or twenty-four to twenty-five save opportunities, but but Gio is just an absolute stud. And I think I think Reyes is built more for a starting starting role when he can stretch it out a little bit, use all of his pitches, and maybe be a little bit more free to, you know, just a little bit more a little bit more free and easy. I think Reyes will be fine as a starter. Tyler Cardwell eighty-five says, not really about the loss. Who do you think Cardinals are going after? at the deadline? Good question. I like this question. I thought about this question. It, it, it's a tough one to think about, though, because I think, like, like I mentioned a little bit before, it's going to depend on if the Cardinals win tonight. Because if they if they lose tonight, then then you, then you got to really think that the Cardinals are, aren't going to be really aggressive. I think the Cardinals need a starter. They need a, a reliever or two to go along with their big three. You know, a lot of... There have been, you know... Some early on six, uh, season, early on in the season, excuse me, that was mumbled and jumbled, that Cardinals were looking at Max Scherzer. Some people have thrown out Jose Barrios' name. I would like to target a Barrios, but also the Cardinals are not going fu- to give away the future just to, to get a rental or even just to get one starter. So it, it'll depend on the, on the win or loss tonight as to whether or not how aggressive they're going to be in the trade market. Because the offense is going to stamp out. They're not getting an offensive bat. I agree with Brendan Schaefer, who was on the show yesterday and the day before that. But let's end end this segment. I like these two. I like these two uh, comments on two positive ones. JRJH23 said it did suck, but it was like a punch to the gut. But it's one game. Reyes has been good. And Cappy underscore forty. Very good game for eight innings. Let's not let this blank ninth take away our momentum. You know what? You guys are a lot more positive than I am. 
lot more positive than I am, and I think that we, we could all use a little positivity right now. So here's to hoping Adam Wainwright pitches dominantly and the momentum is grabbed right back. I don't know if you guys heard that snap or not, but right back with a win tonight. A little bit long on time. I do apologize. But it was a it was a lot. It was a lot to talk about. Because this team and my, and you one could argue, one could say, if you want to get really drastic, the season rests on Adam Wainwright's shoulders tonight. Time to get a win against the Chicago Cubs. Before I let you go, I want to let you guys know you can win some money. So don't go away yet. You can win some money. How can you win money? You can listen to Locked on Best Bets, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. So listen to that podcast and then go bet online and win some money. And you can also be sure to follow this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. Email the show anytime at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Here's to hoping tonight is a better night. Be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.